Hello and welcome to Things We Do in a Podcast. I know, it doesn't sound like Steve N. Allen, does it? I knew I shouldn't have had that COVID vaccine. Ha ha. I am kidding. It is late here and I can't go shouting into a microphone without waking people up and is this podcast really worth losing sleep over? Don't answer that. But instead listen to these happenings from the radio show. Congratulations to, uh, I don't know what the appropriate titles are for Harry and Meghan these days. Uh, they're royal, they're not royal highnesses, they're royal middle, I, I don't know. The artist formerly known as Prince Harry, I'd still got to know what the titles are these days, but congratulations because they've got a little baby. And that's quite nice, isn't it? A little baby. It's a girl and um, they've called it Lilibet which is named after Lil' Kim? Lil' Wayne? Lil' Richard? No, with the, oh, the Queen, is it? Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Strange. Because Lilibet doesn't seem like it should be short for the Queen, does it? It feels like it should be short for the name of an online betting company, but it's not. So anyway, although I do like that, I like it when people give names that aren't really names to kids. Like there's that episode in Seinfeld where George comes up with the idea of calling a kid seven because it's just the best number to be a name. There are loads of words that I think will be better names than they are words. Actually, we could do that on the show today. So you, I was going to ask for any relatives you've got who've got strange names. But if you had a theoretical child to name, but you couldn't use a proper name name, you had to use a normal word, what would it be? Like, um, what's the, some of the names for colours are good, aren't they? Like, uh... Puce. Would Puce be a good name? Magenta. Oh, Magenta. Come on, that's right. There we go. So I've just named a good one. Any words that are actual words that would make good names? Email on air at time1075.net. In fact, all the colours on the ZX Spectrum are pretty good. Cyan. That would be a good one, wouldn't it? We live in a time when a child is called Lilibet, which definitely sounds like an online casino, whilst Paddy Power is definitely a bloke's name. Do you know what I mean? It's strange. But we're talking about the names of the words that aren't names that would be pretty good names. And also, if you've got anyone in your family with a strange name, we'll take a slice of that too. 01708 741075. Hello. Oh, hi, Dan from the Cherry Tree. Hello there. Hello there. Um, I've got two grandchildren that are ginger. Yeah. So I think they should be called Tango. But, but uh, one of them could be called Tango. What would the other one be called? And please say cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd do it. You could have gone, uh, well, of course, Fanta, and then you could just have, like, a brand warfare. Yeah. Mm. I, I think if you have a little girl, you call it Barbarella. It's a drink. Oh, yeah. Barbarella. Well, my name is Ken. When I had my children, I had, obviously, I had two boys. My husband refused to let me call one of them Clark. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to, haven't you? You've moved not to. Uh, yeah. He just said, Poor no, they can beat up in sunboxes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers for the call. 01708 741075. I think this show should say we don't agree with calling kids Clark Kent. If your surname's Kent, I think you have to veto calling any of your children Clark or Maidstone. Martin says, you can't tell real names from made-up names these days, Steve. Piers Morgan has the first name for a surname, but his first name is something you'd find on a beach. Well, thank you for that. Sue, getting in touch, says, I'd call a child Pavlova. You see what I mean? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Good names, don't I? Oh, little Pavlo, what's your... Got a new kid, what are you calling it? Pavlova. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and James says, Steve, you wanted a word that would be a good name. How about alopecia? I think I'm way ahead of you on that one, but I know what you mean. 
Which, if you were in a shop and you wanted to know where to find the Lilibets, it'd be in the feminine section. Put it that way, wouldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? But anyway, talking about other words that would be good names, Dan says, I always thought Semolina would make a beautiful name. Just take Semolina Allen. Oh, it's quite nice, isn't it? Uh, Karen in Harold Hill says, I'd rename my 23-year-old son, bring down all the tea mugs in your room, please. Well, if that's what you shouted him anyway, you might as well. What else we've got going off in the emails? This comes through from um, Cole. Cornman Cole says, uh, my better half, Jules, has the middle name. It's not unusual, but the spelling is Annalisa with a Z. That's someone who thought of a brilliant name and thought, how could we increase its value at Scrabble? Ooh, it's nice, isn't it? And then Jane says, hi, Steve. What about some of the Android versions of names, like <laughs> like Oreo? Oh, yes, when they named all the different versions on the, of Android on the phone. Oreo, Nugget, Nougat, never know how to say it, Kit Kat, Lollipop, and Cupcake. Or maybe you could have iOS. <laughs> Thank you for this text that comes through saying, Steve, if you have a daughter, call her after a pond plant. Lily. Oh, you want me to name a kid Lily Allen? Thanks for that. Yeah. The, I mean, look, there are there are certain names you have to veto when you have the surname of Allen. Lily's one of them. Woody, definitely not going to happen. Um, I've always wanted to call a child Nell, and that's because it would then be a palindrome. But apparently, giving your child a palindromic name just because it entertains you is frowned upon. It's weird, isn't it? From Facebook, Terry gets in touch and says, Hi, time. Uh, me and the missus are relaxing in the garden and just had a, uh, a, a, a hammock delivered. So shout out to Sharon, who's nicked it. Uh, can you play Verve? Lucky man, we'll get it on in a few songs. But let's be honest, you shouldn't be in a rush. you got a hammock. No one needs to be in a rush if there are hammocks available. Have some of that. Um, I think that's right, because there's a bit. I think there's a bit of autocorrect in there. So either you're sitting in a hammock or you're about to eat a ham hock. Either way, you know, enjoy yourself. Um, plus, we'll get more of your tunes on. And oh, we'll wrap up this story. The couple of stories I wanted to do. Give me a couple of songs. We'll play the Verve. Give me a couple of songs, we'll get an update from Larry on Entertainment News. Plus, there's a, a, a Shed-related story that I think we need to cover. But the final word on our main topic that we've been doing for the last hour. The words that you could give instead of actual names. Ted in Elm Park gets in touch and says, Afternoon, Steve. Emmental. Oh, that is good. Em- Emmental Allen. That's got... That's... I'll have a slice of that. That sounds... It's a little bit middle class, isn't it? A little bit posh. It'll show that I've socially climbed. That's what we all dream of, is that our kids are posher than ourselves. And it's not difficult for my kids to eventually be posher than me with a name like Steve. What, Steve? Going down wherever, Steve. Uh, Whereas Emmental. I worry about giving a child such a posh name that even I want to pick on it. In the world of entertainment news... I like to keep you up to date, and that's why this show has our entertainment news correspondent. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Always good to have you on. So what have you got for us this time? Do you like films? Love them, mate. Action films, comedy, cling, the stuff you get on cold custard. Love them all. Bring it. Well, you'll love this. Cruella, the 101 Dalmatians prequel, is going to get a sequel. Hang on. If you make a sequel to a prequel... Aren't you back where you started with the original film? No, the sequel to the prequel could still be before the original. So, it's a prequel to the original, but a sequel to the original prequel. Did that help? Well, it filled a few seconds of radio, but other than that, not really, no. Think of it that Cruella is two films before 101 Dalmatians. 
Why didn't they just call it 99 Dalmatians? That way they could make more films and we know where we are. That's not actually so dumb, Steve. Yeah, didn't think it was. Back in 2000, there was a 101 Dalmatians sequel called 102 Dalmatians. Oh, you mean Cruella 4? What? Never mind. Listen, thank you for the very confusing and barely useful updates. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Cabin fever is the headline. Uh Uh-oh. Huts are costing us a shed load. Brilliant, brilliant punnage. Soaring timber prices have forced up the cost of a shed by 40%, just as they become more popular than ever. Most of the wood is imported from Scandinavia, but Americans are snapping it up in a multi-billion dollar home-building boom. Which means we've got a shed shortage in the UK. We have a dearth of shed. Now, I'm sorry, but a, a, a man has a right to a shed. I say this as a man who, during the years of him being uh, an adult, I've lived in a few places with a shed. Never have I lived in a better place than where I am now in terms of shed action, because it's it's quite a wide shed, not a shaft or anything, but it's quite it's quite got a lot of girth to it, this shed. One side of it, one of the doors, that's just a normal shed. It goes into a small place where I would keep a, a lawnmower, a variety of things for the garden that I'll never use some um, old paint that again never going near it but not gonna throw it away because you know it's paint but on the other door into a place that's probably about three times bigger than the tiny slice of storage cupboard that's my studio so because i'm that kind of nerd i've got i'm slowly setting it up still working on the floor at the moment but i'm gonna have like a little server in there and a computer and i have some soundproofing i've got my fancy microphone where i'm going to be doing all my voiceovers and whatnot sorry doing all my voiceovers and whatnot so if you need any of that do get in touch and it just made me think what have you got going on in your shed have you ever had anything better than just normal shed action are you one of those people who might have a little drinking establishment inside your garden shed because that doesn't scream problem does it you sit inside on your own drinking problem drinker you go to the shed and do it and apparently that's quite nice that you've turned it into a bar strange But, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing half an hour's worth of what's in your shed. Ted in Elm Park says a real person would never tell you what's in their shed. It's all about the show, says Ted. What? What is in your shed that you aren't willing to tell people about? What? What's what's going on in there, Ted? I'm not sure if I want to know now. Dickie and Kazza in Dagenham, thank you for your email. Afternoon, Steve. In our shed, we've got two freezers full of food and a large fridge with alcohol of different varieties. There are some tools, I think, but not sure uh, what they're for or how they relate to the aforementioned important things. Good point. You don't want to get too into the tool side of having a shed. So there's a guy who owns the place across the road from where I live. So you can see into his shed, um, from, uh, into his garage, to be fair. You see into his garage when he pulls the car out and his tools are organized so neatly i think he's a serial killer no because who else would do that with there is no reason to keep a garage that neat and tidy if you're cleaning things you're getting rid of evidence aren't you yeah yeah i think we'll all agree on that one Uh, and then thanks to carl who gets in touch on email evening steve it's recently been moved to the garage so i'm not sure if it qualifies but for many years my billy ocean platinum disc presented to the man himself lived in my shed i know it begs the obvious question where did you get that Uh, where did that come from which I shall leave hanging for your listeners to fill in themselves. I can confirm that no one resembling Billy Ocean was harmed in its ownership. Okay. Did he sell it to you? 
Did he have to suddenly, when the going gets tough, the tough have to sell their platinum discs? Is that what that is? Oh, Steve, it's John in Rumford here. Um, yeah, I've just come back from London, so I'm laying down because I'm shattered. <laughs> I'm laying on the bed now listening to you. Don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, All right. Too much information, I know. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I'm not naked, though. Good. Well, neither am I. So that's no, you know, you. I'm not. Mm. You know, not with that window behind me. You're yeah. the uh, public there, aren't you? I mean, yeah. You know, they'll do a Terry Jones, will you? Maybe they shouldn't have called it Little Bed because that's the Queen's special private nickname. And we also came across the thought that now in the royal family, if someone shouts Little Bet, you won't know which one they're talking to. Confusing, isn't it? Little Bet the carriages are waiting and the little kid will be like what if i got a carriage have i got gone what second birthday this year so they're going to be confused thank you for downloading this podcast get subscribed and follow me on all the platforms it should be at mr stephen allen till next time bye